Welcome to The Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, September 4th, 2015. This week's episode is brought to you by Modulus.io. They are the single best hosting option available for Meteor right now. Go to Modulus.io and check them out. They offer a marketplace, they offer you Mongo databases, it's very easy to integrate with other Mongo databases. You know, they offer WebSocket support with sticky sessions. They do everything right for your Meteor app. I use them for everything that I'm doing. I would highly recommend you use them as well. Modulus.io. Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host. Ben Strahan. What's up, Ben? What's up, Josh? Happy Friday, man. Indeed. Happy, unhappy Friday. It's like getting to be close to 90 degrees in my house. It feels like something's wrong with the AC. Bummer, man. Yeah. Sucks to be you. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to have to go like hang out somewhere else for a while and see if we can get it fixed. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. We had that happen to us last year. Yeah, actually we did too. Like right at the start of the hot season, like our AC died and they said it'd be about a thousand to fix it or about 3000 to put in a new one. We're like, "Eh, put in a new one. (laughs) Then we moved. (laughs) Yeah. That was stupid. Be like, "Uh, I'm going to buy a thousand dollars worth of fans. (laughs) (laughs) Put in a whole house fan. You know, honestly it would work, but you know, the train is a problem. So when you sleep yeah. with a window open, the train comes right at you and it's like 100 decibels <laughs> right in your ear in the middle of the night. You're like, oh, um, I'm awake now. I would love that. Yeah. That would be perfect for polyphastic right there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You weirdo sleeper, you. All right. So this week, ah, did you do anything fun this week? Exciting? Me? Yeah. No. I'm on a, I'm, I have a blog post coming out and I was telling you a little bit about it. Well, this, like this week and, and last week was dedicated to like, I don't know, uh, revamping and moving around my, my personal experiments with productivity and some big boosts, some big exciting news coming next week. So mm. that'll be good. But that, that's the only exciting thing. That's like the whole week's been focused on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Woo woo. Yeah, I uh, I put out a uh, an email to the media club list, and uh, I I got more of a response than I thought I would. We're like getting close to selling out of on site tickets for um, Meteor Space Camp, so that's quite interesting. So now I'm starting to get more people that are like, "Well, stay off site, but like, what what hotels are nearby?" So now I gotta like do all this research. Oh. oh. So you're the guy who's organizing it and you're the concierge. Yeah, <laughs> totally. totally. You know what us, we, we are getting stoked at okay grow for this event. Like big yeah. time. Uh, just today, uh, a lot of guys uh, booked their flights. Nice. And, and we got a couple of them coming in early into Chicago and like spending the week with us. And then we're going to like do the, the van trip down. To oh, Tennessee. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's going to be, it's going to be a blast anyway. So we're really, looking forward to it we're like planning our whole like beginning of october around this event as a company awesome yeah i'm excited all right so this week we're going to talk about 
ES 2015 patterns in Meteor. Can't say ES6 anymore. Apparently, we're going to have yearly release. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, right. I don't know. They, they promised 7 was going to be coming on the heels of 6. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Well, it'll be 2016, right? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gives them a whole year and a half there, a little less. Mm-hmm. Constellation Dev Console, I don't know. I'm curious. What do you want to talk about there? You uh, list, so. uh, uh, drama. Uh, React <laughs> for Meteor Devs. React. Talking about React again. Uh, what do you want to talk about that for? I don't, know. Do that? I don't know. You put that on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it was a popular post. We should talk about it. <laughs> Friday night war with Mongo. Yes, and a hackathon. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so let's Got get into it. A lot of fun it. things to talk about. Indeed, as Gary V would say, "Let's get into the show." Yes. You know, I was listening to him the other day on my Overcast and. You know, for entreprogrammers, it's a little slow, so I speed it up to like 1.25. Mm-hmm. Don't speed Gary V up to 1.25. No. It's like too much, too much. No. Slow down. Yeah. Yeah, funny. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is, you know, I mean, Ryan Glover, this guy. Oh, shot. He puts out such crazy good blog <clears throat> Well, you know why? Because he's from Chicago. No. That's got nothing to do with it. It's because he's six foot tall and made of gold. (laughs) (laughs) He he was talking about me when he said that, by the way. Was he? He's nowhere near six foot. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I think this is a good post. Like it's, it's worth a read, especially if you're not familiar with, uh, yes, 2015, not yes, (laughs) six. I'm never going to let that go. <laughs> so, I mean, he covers some of the syntax changes. I don't think it's like earth shattering. I think, you know, if you're not familiar with it again, it's probably worth a look. He talks about let and basically he shows you some code before and some code after he implements some of the, the new patterns. They're pretty good patterns, I would say. You know, the scoping stuff, he covers that a little bit too. Like the scoping's changed a little bit in 2015. So this is a little more reliable. You don't have to worry about like saving it and context changing and that kind of thing, uh, which is nice. With CoffeeScript, you had like the single arrow and then you had the fat arrow. The single arrow wouldn't like rebind your context, but the fat arrow did. And so I feel like they just kind of like took the idea of fat arrow and made it default. And that's kind of what's happened here. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts on all this stuff? You I guys, love it. Are you guys I'm, writing ES 2015 yet? No. Oh, you guys fail. Oh, that's a little harsh. Ah, all right. Um, you're going to finish this podcast on your own. I'm out of here. Nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean, it's an interesting question, right? Like, I mean, you guys, so the other interesting thing is like, I know based on what Paul said the other day that, you guys aren't greenfielding any brand new projects right now, right? So, I mean, everything's well, kind of existing. We're actually sunsetting two clients really soon. So, we're going to be having new stuff coming up. So, that's pretty cool, like, as a company. Yeah. Are you, you going to use ES 2015 for it? We're going we're gonna to try and use everything new. We actually uh, keep track of the things that we want to try out. Mm-hmm. And as new projects come on, then we implement that stuff right away. Uh, yeah. but since we like give a little bit of time between 
implementing it right away and when we first like realize that we want to try it that gives us time to play around with it and see if we really want to do it yeah yeah um, so i i started a project over the weekend playing around with uh, the idea of like a microservice that's consuming api and then spitting out a ddp feed that i can consume in an app mm-hmm. and uh, i was using es 2015 for it and i don't know i like it yeah it's a good thing to say that with Meteor 1.2, you could use both. Like you, you're not, you, you don't have to go out and learn. Right. Uh, well, it's backwards compatible, right? Like, yeah. I don't think they've taken a whole lot away. Like most right. of it's new syntax, I believe. So mm-hmm. it's not like required to upgrade, but I think exactly you'd be foolish not to, because I think it just makes things more clear in my opinion, right? Like you gain right. const and you know, let instead of var is a little bit cleaner and how the scoping works and that kind of stuff. So, exactly. then, you know, this context and then who the hell likes typing function all the time? Like, I love it. Get out of here, know. dude. No, but um, <laughs> by, by knowing that it's like optional, you could like have it grow organically into your project or into you yourself because like it's psychological. You got to like get the patterns going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you could you could like kind of do both for a little bit, and then when you submit your code for review, whoever's like reviewing it could hit you over the head and be like, "Yo, use a new syntax." Well, I'll be good. But yeah, our new projects will be using that, and I and I'm going to be pushing for React as well on the new projects. Mm. And it will it will be fun. It will mm-hmm. be. I I love working at OK Grow. Nice. They are they are crazy. And you're not just paid to say that. Oh wait. Uh, you are <laughs> just kidding just kidding well, i don't know i wonder what will happen if i like maybe i should say hey paul every time i mention okay girl in public you have to pay me right yeah like 50 bucks Nah, oh, that's a little high man i'd probably let you go cut you from the team is that <laughs> shoot you're gonna fire me for 50 bucks all right yeah. all right, all right. Yeah, all right. well i won't say that 50 dollars per mention yeah <sighs> I don't know. It depends how influential I am. This show right here would probably put put him out of business. Just this episode alone. <laughs> yeah. Hey. You said it a lot. I don't know. Hey. All right. Hey. So, ES twenty fifteen. You should yes. you figured it out. If you're not, well, sorry, you're gonna get left in the dust. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Constellation Dev Console. Yo. Demo. 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 Hey. Tell me about it, Ben. Yo. So, like, I. I went on crater.io. It's like an awesome website, right? And I'm like, hey, what's what's happening today? And then I saw this thing. Constellation, console. It seems a lot like Meteor Toys, right? <laughs> it does. <laughs> and so I go on there, and they have a little uh, demo. I go on the demo, and I wonder if I can pull it up right now. And, I'm on that demo right now. Yeah. And dude, they have a comparison chart with, with Meteor Toys. I was like, whoa, this guy's like throwing some eggs at my boy, Max Savin. I don't know. It's interesting. Oh, I see. Okay, so he's just, he's extended the Mongol piece to like, but it doesn't, it's not responding to hotkey? Oh, control D. He changed it, right? Because yeah. it's not Mongol anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, all right, great. So you got like an open source uh, version that has all these extra tools on it and it's extensible. You could write packages for yourself. 
and incorporate it. And I reach out to my boy Max and be like, yo, what, what's going down and all that? What, what are your thoughts? And uh, Max is a gentleman. He's like, hey, you know, I love the community and all that. And it kind of, our conversation fell back on, on a little bit what we talked about on the Meteor Club podcast about paid packages. Yeah. You know, and it's like where they do similar things, but you got to think of like where the inspiration came from. And, and Max is like always pushing the boundaries now that he has a pretty expensive paid product. You know, he's going to want to support that and push out updates and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I, I still think his business models may be a little off, right? Because I mean, a, a one-time $99 deal is like probably not quite right for him. I, I would have to agree, but I'd also have to say it's like the first paid package that to mm. come out of our community. And so I would be shocked if he would have gotten it right. Like that would almost be like, Hey, pick some lottery numbers for me too. Well, I mean, yeah, that's totally fair. Right. Like, like yeah. we got, we got the insight and learning from Mike uh, Parham and it was interesting. Uh, but the thing is like, he got it wrong before he got it right. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect too many people unless you're like specifically going and looking at other places, you know, for inspiration, it's going to be hard to kind of find. And like, there's so many different communities you can turn to and look for something and you know, it doesn't, yeah. not everybody came from Ruby. Like that's where I came from and that's why I knew about Mike. So, yeah. So like my, my big thing on, on adding this to our list is I'm really interested on, on what's going to happen and what the community is going to have going to do. Like if this consolation stuff takes off and, and people start to start extending it, and adding more stuff to it, then it could really like take off. If Max keeps on adding premium features and support and answering the people who pay with their money, like it's kind of like a start to a little bit of a race. And we knew it was coming. You know, we had a feeling a lot of people said, Hey, I love what Max is doing. The moment that an open source one comes out, I'm going to be on it. And a lot of other people said, Hey, I love what Max is doing. Let's support them. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's out there. It's almost like, Hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to wave the flag and start the race. And I'm curious to see what will happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting, right? Like, I mean, he, he released Mongo was open source and people loved it. And then he thought, Hey, let's take it deeper. And you know, now like the open source stuff is there and I think it should be there. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there should be part of it that's open sourced. I'll call it like I see it. Some people are cheap, right? And yeah. no matter what, like I don't pay for Slack. Slack is free. But then mm-hmm. other people are like, I really want my history. And that's the thing you don't get with the free Slack. So yeah. they go out and they make a Slack clone. And There's so much history on Meteor Club. By the way, I'm kind of annoyed. You should start paying. <laughs> do you know so how much that costs? I know. It's insane. But there's so, we do so much talking on Meteor Club, everyone. Like you can't even go past more than 24 hours, I think. Yeah. Because there's so many people talking. Yeah. It's, well, I think, I think we're at the point where it's maybe like you'll get like maybe a day and a half if it's a slow day. Uh, yeah, if it's a slow day. <laughs> Otherwise, there's like way too many good stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I'm just curious. Like what, what is it up to? Like how far can you go back right now? Team billing. Boom. Okay. You look at that. I'm going to tell you how far we can go back in our, in our channel. I'm going to go right now. Can we get past today? Ooh, I'm in yesterday. Yesterday at 2 p.m. 
that's as far back as it goes. <laughs> less than 24 hours, right? No, this, I mean, this would, this would eat up all, all my, this would eat up all my Patreon money. It's okay, nine, so. $920 per month. <laughs> yeah. That's a little ridiculous. I think $8 per <laughs> user is a little high in my opinion, but you know, Hey, Hey Josh, I think we need a sponsor. Yeah, maybe I think we need Slack to sponsor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, that's funny. All right. Hey, we're going back to 2 PM yesterday. If we double how many people are in the group, we're going to have like, no, <laughs> we're going to have a mention. And with the moment I get on, on Slack the next day, my mention's going to be gone. I, so I have a theory on this. So there's like uh there's a, a number of like, people that are going to be in here and active and responsive. And like, it's, it's not going to be like, if I bring 300 in, we're not necessarily going to have double the number of active people, I think. So. Yeah, there is like a fall off. Anyway, we got way off topic there. Way off topic. One thing that I really like about you, Josh, though, is that, that you're flexible, you're intelligent. I think in this package conversation, a lot of times people have a knee jerk reaction at first and they'll just like, shoot out their first feelings about it. I think the right reaction would be to be like, just curious what's, what's really gonna like happen after this. And you share that. I share that. I think that's right. You know, for me, like coming from the standpoint of like always wanting to learn and grow a business, like these are the things that you have to sit back and pay attention to and think like, oh, what's this outcome going to be? Can I mm-hmm. shift this outcome in some way uh, by doing this or that? Or, you know, these are the, the things like, you know, I've talked a lot about measuring things and like, if you have an idea, like write up a hypothesis and try to test it in some way, like data-driven development, essentially. Right. You know, I'm a big fan of that. And like, this is, again, even though I'm not measuring it, I do get to kind of see the outcome and, and sort of measure like the community response. Right. Yeah. And that's valuable to me. So, yeah. Yeah. We've had lots of talks about development and marketing and we've disagreed on, on a lot of things like about marketing stuff. And at the end of the day, we're just like, let's test it. And that's where it comes at. Like you got to just see what's going to come out on top and you, you got to have loosely held opinions. You really do. And uh, I think the one thing that I'll have to say is I like both. I like what Max is doing. I like what Constellation's doing. What I dislike are the people who have really strongly held opinions about paid packages and stuff. Like it needs to be opened up and see what happens. Some experiments yet to be determined. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's my rant. I'm getting off the soapbox. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This one came out a couple of days ago. Uh, actually, when did it come out? It came out on August 27th. But what, it, what, are we, what are we talking about here? I think it posted to Crater until... Uh, React for Meteor Dust. Yeah. So... React? Our this good, is the React podcast, right? Yeah. yeah well, so it's going to become the Crater podcast. And I actually think... I don't know. I'm curious to hear everyone's thought here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I might change the the tagline to be where meteor react and node news lands. Mm. Right. I don't know. I'm on the fence. People, I, I, this is the first time I'm hearing the node part. I heard that. I, I just, I feel like every day, all day long, like chocolate and peanut butter is being mixed and we're trying not to pay attention. And we're just like, la, 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 la. Yeah. We're a meteor. Yes. But 
you know, that's, that's not the case. Like it are definitely like blurring the lines a whole lot. I'm 500% behind you for blurring the lines. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's good, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting because no matter what, uh, like we read that other side of the coin thing last week and it's very much like you look at react and it's very much the opposite, like taking the opposite approach of what, uh, Ember and handlebars and all those kinds of things took for better or for worse. It's interesting. Right. And, you know, uh, he's got some interesting points in here. He says that, you know, it's, it's battle tested. They've been using it for Facebook and Instagram. So, you know, chances are they're hiring smart people and they're implementing it and figuring out the problems and fixing them and, you know, hopefully making something stable and good uh, on the front end. So that's interesting to me because, I mean, no matter what, at the end of the day, like, there's no way that Meteor, in my mind, can hire enough people to compete with React on the front end or compete with Angular on the front end, right? You're talking about Blaze? Yeah. yeah, Blaze. Yep. Blaze. But I mean, it's Blaze is backed by Meteor, right? And even though I yeah. like Blaze, and yeah. you know, I had this, this conversation privately with Sam Corcos, uh, and he pointed out, like, to him, it maybe feels a little slower to get started with React, but in the end, it's faster because he feels like the maintainability of it is much, much better in the long run. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, of, a, a lot of what I'm seeing here. You know, even here, he talks about it being predictable and focused. And I think that yeah. that's, that's a lot of what people are getting at. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, before we talk about this blog post on differential, let me move my soapbox over here again. Stand on top of my soapbox. Oh, I think it's great that, that you want to like change it to crater podcast and that you want to have that, that tagline because my biggest complaint for the longest time is that, I do not want to be seen in the developer community as, oh, that dude drinking the Meteor Kool-Aid and like everything Meteor and everything Meteor. We have our own, we have Galaxy, our hosting site. We have, we have our own package manager. We have our own front-end render blaze, you know? Yeah. We, we, we have everything and it's, and it's all spoon-fed to us from MDG. This is my soapbox, man. You can't, don't knock me off. I'm totally gonna, that's like that's the absolute opposite of one of the core tenets of Meteor itself, right? I mean, you you look at their seven principles or whatever, and one of them is to yeah. It even says here in this article I'm reading right now, embrace the ecosystem. Boom! Thank you. React is definitely a huge part of the ecosystem. No matter what you say or do, like it, it's definitely there. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Like at this point. If it was going to be a failed experiment, it would already be like cratering. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I love it. Like 1.2, we're going to be like breaking stuff out a little bit more. Things are going to be more modular. I love that. That's a great move. And like every day in our Slack group, there's like one question or one discussion that gets started about NPM packages, right? And so that's getting going, React's getting going. And so you could tell like Meteor is like, it used to be an island. And now the island's like shifting and joining the mainland. And it's like, so anyway, we got to, we got to change that podcast name. When, what, what's the ETA for that? I'm the, I'm the boss man. Josh is quiet now. Hmm. The ETA know. for the, the website or the? Yeah, for Crater, man. I'm, I'm like 500% behind you. This is uh, diverging again. 
Jeez. Yeah, you put me on the spot. <laughs> Don't send me any dirty emails about this later. So yeah, I'm gonna say like maybe two weeks. So I've got I've got an inside track. Maybe we'll be getting some press around then as well too. So uh, gonna yeah. try to get it done before the press hits, yes. drops, boom. Yeah, I did. That was my secret mission. Yeah, you've been lobbying this for a while, and I've I've been resistant, but I think I've seen the the light here. You Definitely not meteor all the time, all everywhere. Like I understand now that uh, there's a much bigger world out there, and we mm-hmm. should embrace it. So, okay. So React for meteor developers. Yes. Differential. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's. I just think this is a great article. He talks about some of his, uh, why he likes it. Some of his learnings. You know, keep your children dumb. Parents talk down to the children because children are dumb. Hmm. It's truth. <laughs> yes. Did you see that thing on on Twitter where like someone said that I don't we don't like the developers terminology for master slave? <laughs> no, I did not see that. You did it? Anyway. No. So I'm yeah. a parent, so I don't know. I might be offended <laughs> at, uh, at this little article here. I don't want to keep my children dumb. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I like to keep my children dumb. No, I don't. You, know, you know that's not true. Dude, your children are super smart. Yes, they are. They are, seriously. And I'm thankful. I'm impressed. My daughter is safe because she was so smart. Seriously, I'm impressed with her. You got to yes. give her a high five tonight, how cool she is. Indeed. All right. So the other thing is like, you know, I, everyone's like, ah, JSX, it feels weird to me. Uh, you know, we're mixing things together. Like, well... I hate to be the one to inform you, but uh, Mr. Developer, uh, you're already mixing your JavaScript and your CSS and HTML together. <laughs> happening for you with Blaze. Oh, Josh, you, Josh, you've taken a whole 180. <laughs> I, I haven't, right? I'm still writing in Blaze, but I mean, at the same time, like I'm starting to think this might be interesting. And mm-hmm. that, that project I was talking about that I played with this weekend, like I'm, I'm making a microservice and then I'm going to make a, a React fronted app to try to consume it and put everything on the page. So it should be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This, we're way... I'm I'm flustered. It's hot. I think yeah. this is a great great article. Our our friend Nick Wintage, the creator designer, wrote this. Uh, it's definitely worth a read, uh, especially if you're not a fan of jQuery soup, as he mm-hmm. puts it in the article. Yeah, and Nick is someone that you could really trust. Like he's really good at this. Well, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> are there some experience. people you shouldn't trust? Is that? Well, <laughs> I want to get my like general bearings and directions as a developer from like people who like really are battle tested and what they do anyway. So I'm just like taking it from Nick, like he built meteoric. So like he did a port from angular to blaze for all of Ionic. And so now he's like, he's, he's talking about how great react is. And so he has this experience with the front ends. He's someone that I would pay attention to on what he has to say then. That's what I'm saying. If Gary V came up to me and started talking about React, you know, or something like that, I would be like, you know, get in your lane, bro. Stay in your lane. Anyway, that's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. All right. Let's move on. Yo, Friday Night War with Mongo. I feel like I should get my camos on or something. <clears throat> yeah, totally. Like Mongo is like this purple dinosaur that looks like Barney. And he showed up at the Gadara offices 
and they totally like battled it out. Like that's what I heard, right? There's a rumor on Twitter. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so Friday. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, this is an official blog post. Oh, I wonder where I'm getting my stories are from. Okay. Anyway, well, what happened here? Maybe, maybe, just maybe <laughs> Ben's been drinking a little. I don't know. <laughs> uh, like Friday, I was just kind of like poking around last week saying, hey, let's look at some crater stats because, uh, you know, I, I try to pay attention at least once a week and make sure it looks at least as zippy as I can hope it can be at this point. Uh, Actually, I'm really impressed. Side note, again, I'm impressed with how much you look at stats and you <laughs> High five you. Actually, I really am. So keep it up. Yeah. Okay. Back to someone who, who told So me. yeah, like I, I just, I, well, I was, I was talking to Charles, right? And we talked about this last week and I was trying to show him how to dig into like PubSub data to try to speed things up in your Meteor app. And uh, it was like, the data was just gone. And, and he's like, well, I'm not getting any data. And I'm like, well, let me look at Crater. And it's like this big white or purple line that's just flatlined and I'm like I don't I don't know man the data is just not there and it, it's been missing since like 8 a.m eastern time and so I messaged uh Aaron Oda and he's like yeah something's wrong we're you know trying to fix Mongo right now and I'm like oh okay yeah no worries and then like a couple hours later he comes back and he's like mind you this was pub sub data that I was having trouble with right he comes back and he says oh we lost we lost a couple hours of like method uh, trace data and I was like oh that's weird so he he did promise like publicly that he would uh, kind of give a a uh, teardown of what happened essentially and it, it boils down to like you know the he was having like CPU spike usage on um, his Mongo instances like the hard drives were big enough but the CPU just couldn't keep up and just a series of unfortunate events with how he tried to put a new secondary server into the Mongo replica set that he was working with. And apparently it just blew up the primary and like everything went haywire with their aggregation tool that they had built. So mm. is this an argument to, for using compose? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think okay. he's at the point where this is not the kind of thing like he, if you understand like how much data he's actually processing and pushing around, like there's, I don't think there's any feasible way he could reliably use compose in a cost efficient way. I think okay. this is just one of those things that you, you learn because you're handling it. I think maybe this would have been less of a problem at Compose, but I don't, you know, again, like he would have hit a scaling wall there a long time ago and had to just like send them fork loads of <laughs> cash <laughs> to try to keep up with what he needs. But, you know, I think the interesting thing here is that at the end he talks about how they're going to shard it and they're going to shard, not sharding, but sharding. Oh, uh, <laughs> Gross. That that's always a weird word to me. Sharding. <laughs> I, I just saw I just saw the movie The Interview. Do you, did you remember seeing that? About North Korea. Oh no, we didn't watch that. Oh, it's so good. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm not gonna ruin it. Anyway. Yeah. Shard, sharding sharding is a big part of one scene. Okay. Well, the scene. Well, 
we'll get back to this. <laughs> uh, we're talking about sharding. You know, he's going to do it on the application level, right? So, uh, you know, Mongo will support it on the database level if you want to go that route. But I don't, you know, I haven't really heard of anyone trying. I know Abigail Watson there for a while was playing around with the idea, but she said like getting an entire sharded setup is actually quite difficult. It required something like six to 12 machines to pull off, like a fully sharded setup. And mm-hmm. so she was trying to use Vagrant to do it. But I mean, that was the last I heard of that experiment. We talked a little bit. I thought it was interesting, but mm. you know, it, it didn't really go anywhere. But he's going to do it on the application level. So when you sign up, they'll pick a, like a replica set to put your data on. And then like anytime you connect into the app, it'll just connect to that replica set to pull your data over. So that makes sense. Kind of interesting. Right. And so I don't, I don't even know where these are anymore, but I used to do a podcast called web pulp TV. It was like a video podcast. And I talked to Lou Cern. This was a long time ago. And we talked about, he's the, he was the, maybe he's still the CEO, but he was the CEO of uh, new relic at the time. And he talked about their sharding system and it sounded very similar uh, and how it worked, right? Like someone would sign up and they would just like look at all the database servers and pick the least loaded one and, you know, put you over there and they would kind of keep track of client levels. And then as they needed to, they would just add a couple more replica sets in. Uh, they were, you know, called something else because it was MySQL. But uh, essentially they would add in a new load balanced MySQL set and they do a couple at a time and then start distributing new customers there. And so like, it was an interesting way to like have a growth path to deal with all that data that's coming in. All right. Well, we'll just move on to the next story then. Yes. Since we got approval. All right. We well, just got approval. I just did your story. So you do my story. Okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> what are you like my boss or something? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Meteor Universe, listen up. Oh, wow, this is crazy. Like, he just sent out an email at yes. the same time you're saying this. Yeah, that's, that's why I showed you my phone. Oh, I thought you were showing me he said yes. Yeah. Okay. And then he also sent out an email, but I couldn't show you both. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, yes. So, so, everyone, what are we talking about? Let's, let's fill you in here. There's something amazing happening in October. Yes, the meteor, the meteor space camp is happening in October. But even before that, there's something amazing happening. There is a worldwide global meteor hackathon happening October 10th and 11th. You heard it first here. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. That's right. Thunderdome. And I, and I am pretty sure that uh, once this podcast comes out, you guys will see it on Twitter. You guys will be able to see it on there their blog post that there will be a link where you can sign up for a hackathon coming officially sponsored by meteor development group. And our, our boy, Nick Co gave us the inside scoop and said, Hey, we can mention it on this podcast just like three minutes ago. Yes. Yes. So Nick, you're awesome. Thank you, man. Indeed. So a hackathon October is shaping up to be a really full month, man. Mm hmm. I don't know. Are we going to see something interesting from them in November then? I don't know. Yeah. September. I think we'll definitely see something this month. Interesting, right? Why would you want to have a hackathon? Yes. October 10th. Yes. If you're pushing hard for some big release. Yes. 
just gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say it again. Just like throw it out there. I think I think uh, September Dev Shop. We're gonna see a release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a given. Yeah, that's a given. Do you think this is just 1.2? Are they gonna be like kind of rolling out a little bit of Galaxy here and be like, "Yo, guys, here's some here's some Galaxy credits. Go like show us what you can push up there." So, I mean, my thoughts are here. Yes, I think we might see some interesting announcements around Galaxy, especially because one of the one of the sign up form things says like. Which of these statements best describes you? And it's, I mean, it's kind of funny. Like, you can tell this is a little bit of data mining, right? Like, they want to associate, like, a little bit about who you are with your email address. And I don't know. This is definitely feeling – this question feels a little bit like a lead generation tool. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, no matter what, they're, they're putting a lot of, it looks like a lot of hard work into organizing something that's going to be a lot of fun for the community. So, yeah, um, and I, I definitely hope that we, if nothing else, like give us a video, right? Like that would be a lot of fun, like demo launching a product and, and maybe the, the first place is a free year on Galaxy or something like that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we know about this so far? I'm going to go to the rules. So this is what we know, guys. This is, this is what it is. You have to build an application using Meteor. It's in 24 hours, by the way. Yes. All apps need to be built within 24 hours between October 10th and 11th. And your teams can only be uh, one to four people. Yes. You know, I'm, uh, so I'm looking at the categories and prizes, and this, this is one that, no. Who's going to win this? What? Which uh, one? Best app with less than 100 lines of JavaScript, maximum 80 characters per line. <laughs> We're going to need some clarification on that as well. Like, is that just, can I, I'm just, I'll just move all my code to packages. Like, well, and that's the thing that they said. Like, you can kind of cheat within the 24-hour thing here. They kind of said, hey, there's one way around this is that you could make a public package that, that and don't get a little, don't get it all, you know, smart Alec here. Make we're going to be looking. Ben and I are going to be looking. I'll just tell you now. Well, you and I are kind of anarchists. I think we're going to be like the ones like causing the shenanigans maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't, I, I would not trust me to be the police. Well, it. like here's, here's the thing. Like uh, <laughs> for Rails Rumble, you know, having done that in the past, the, the thing that, that you couldn't do was uh, write any, actual Ruby code for an application. You could open source libraries ahead of time, but you had to publish them publicly for anyone to use, not just yourself. That's what he's saying here. Yeah, I think, I think uh, there needs to be an even finer line drawn in the sand around like how much of your application can be in that package. And, you know, if it's, I, I don't know, like it's, it's a little dicey there for me mm-hmm. uh, because before with rails like you could release a package and you could have like generators to do html or something but mm. like rails engines were pretty terrible uh back in the day and you couldn't really write like your ui in a in a gem um mm. so that wasn't really a thing or a concern but you can here right like you can actually write your entire app in a package and that's a little crazy yeah yeah a little cool anyway you, you can use public packages that's the rule and the package can't be like the majority or like specialized to your application. 
but it can be a package. So like, go ahead and like start writing what you want to hack on and make it a public package, which is cool. Like there, hopefully atmosphere will grow a little bit because of this. So, you know, my other thing that I would hesitate about is they say you respond with a GitHub repo with app code. So I'm kind of hoping they're going to work with GitHub and provide private repos that you can check in on and uh, that they also have access to, right? Like the judges and stuff. But because I mean, like I didn't have to open source code in order to participate in Rails Rumble. And we actually tried to make, like, my first exit was my, my first Rails Rumble app. We built Tasty Planner, and we sold it to one of our other co-founders for an undisclosed sum of cash. So, actually, in that first one, uh, Rails Rumble, one of the people that I think they won a prize, but they didn't take first place, was Encoder, which oh. has gone on to be, like, a huge business, so... You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we don't have to open source these things. I think that would be a little awkward. Interesting. Honest. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I was just going to automatically think, well, I got plenty of private repos. But other yeah, people, I, I mean, can imagine other people don't. You can, you can, like, just rely on the fact that you're going to keep it rating on the business. And, like, you can only write so much code in 24 hours. And the majority of your legitimate application will happen after the fact. Mm-hmm. And that's not a a big deal, but then, you know, maybe you'll end up with uh, meteor toys and constellation, right? <laughs> Cause you had to open source the initial bit. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah. There, there does need to be a little bit more information on this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's just one of those things like it's a little weird just because like, I think the package system is so powerful and you know, I don't know. There, there's definitely some, some different, bits here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. fun stuff so we've all been clamoring for this so I'm happy we're getting this yeah yeah I was just going to say like hey what what have you been thinking like like your team wise Mm -hmm. uh yeah I I have no idea Uh, so before like when I won uh the first rails rumble I didn't I just went with guys I knew right but I think I've got a I've got a Slack chat room full of 171 people that I bet would be on my team if I wanted to. That's what I'm saying. You're maxed out at four people. What are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, luckily, luckily, I'll make it a little bit easier for you. Josh, I do not want to be on your team. Awkward. Awkward. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you down, man. I'm going to bring you down. No, actually, uh, uh, okay, grow. We're going to be, we're gonna be uh, teaming up. We're going to kind of be doing like a company thing yeah 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 we we got some fun ideas rolling around in our head and we're our team's big enough where i think we're going to split it up into two maybe i'll get paul on my team no yeah. i'm already aiming for yeah. paul on my team no uh, no i bet i bet i got more pull than you we'll see oh you know what you should do <laughs> now now that you're being a jerk to me you know what you should do you should start the bald team oh you get you should get Sasha, and you should get um, shoot. Who was the Who's the first one? I'm sorry. Jeremy Shimko. Oh, and Sam Hatoum. Sam Hatoum and you. Oh, dude, yeah. Why don't you just say I would like to lose? Oh, I was gonna say, how would how would I like to be envious of my hair? 
know. That's what I was going to say. I mean, you can enjoy your hair sitting, pouting in the corner. Why couldn't I win? This is why I love hackathons, all this dirt talk going on. This is going to be good. So I think, you know, for me, the only thing that kind of bums me out is the fact that it's only 24 hours. Uh, so yeah. I, I participated in actually the very first Rails day, uh, which I was still learning to be a programmer. So that was really, really terrible. But it was a straight 24 hours. And I think it's one of those things where you're like, you're literally like you've got Red Bull tapped into the veins and you're just like, ah, ah. but I think uh, 48 hours is way better for a competition, in my opinion, especially yeah. if you want to see quality things. I mean, a yeah. team of four, I think, can still accomplish some pretty amazing stuff, but we were throwing around hack hackathon ideas here and there just randomly like the past year. And yeah. we always defaulted to 48 hours. Mm -hmm. Talked about it. Like we didn't even think 24 hours ever. Like that is really tight. Yeah. Um, it's a tight timeline. Right. I mean, and like, what, what are you going to do? Like you're going to like, they've asked us to reserve our meetup space for like, it's going to be hard to find a meetup space for 24 hours. I already got mine. Just uh, reserve it for four hours and then reserve it the next day for four hours. And like you'll have like a getting started part and then you'll have like a, like a show everything off part at the end. But who wants to lose? Like if I got to leave my space, like I'm going to lose 20 mm -hmm. minutes driving. <laughs> like mm -hmm. that's terrible. I don't want to do that. That's, yeah. that's like uh, one 24th of your time is going to be gone by the time you get yeah. there and back. Well, you know, in Chicago, you can get, come hang out with us. We're going to be camping out at our co-working place 24 hours long. We have two kitchens over here. We got private rooms where you can, like, nap if you want. Dude, we got gigabit internet. Nice. Yeah, maybe I'll come up. I don't know. That would you be should. Cool. You should totally come up, man. Is uh, OK Gross bringing for, like, 24-hour foods? Oh, dang. I didn't even think That'd about that. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think it should be, like, I don't know. I think it should be like a crater sponsor thing. Crater. <laughs> I'll use all my, my major crater incomes, dollars, <laughs> and I'll buy us some air. There you go. Enjoy breathing it. <laughs> well, MDG said that they were going to help sponsor any way they can. So Yeah, that's true, true, true. So here's the thing. Go fill out this form. If you need a team, say you need a teammate, right? And then just say, uh, yes, I'm, I want to go to a meetup group. And if you don't have a meetup group yet around you, like just, just tell them that in the bottom of the form. Right. So I, I know Cincinnati's going to have one. sounds like Chicago. is going to have one. I'm sure like most of the major cities are going to have one. I've seen, you know, the meteor club Slack chat room. The captains are all buzz with this stuff and trying to figure it out. So yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah, it will be. Yep. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Like first, like sign up there first and then second, like go to meetup.com and see what's close by to you. Yeah. You know, it and might be third, a little bit of a drive, but it's worth it. Third, tweet us and tell us you're going to compete against us. And we'll, mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll turn it. We'll have, you know what? We should, we should come up with a hashtag, right? Good. Like we meteor. Well, meteor hacks is already taken, right? So we'll have to do something else. So what our, why team's going to be called is going to be called miracle grow because like, Oh yeah. And what, what's your team going to be called? The shinies clean shaven the shinies <laughs> clean shaven <laughs> see it's it's ironic because yeah. none of we all have beards but we shave yeah. them i know yeah. get it <laughs> get it 
<laughs> All right. So uh, how about this? We'll do like uh, hashtag crater hacks. Uh, that sounds fun. What do you think? I like it. Yeah. All right. So during the competition, you can do hashtag crater hacks and uh, we'll, uh, we'll do something fun with that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We could we'll do our own. Screenshots. Yeah. Yeah. We could do our own competition with a prize. Like, like the craziest, like, like uh, Twitter video or Twitter, Twitter photo that you send us during the hackathon. Yeah. The crater hacks. Yeah. We'll be the judges. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. this. We'll give away a Meteor Toys pack. How's that sound? Oh, that's awesome. Boom. There you go. Wow. Wow. I'll, I'll figure that out. Well, I'll talk to Max. dollars on the line. Yeah. I'll Dude. throw down on that. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Wow. All right. Here we go. And, and we'll find a shirt. We'll find some uh-huh. kind of shirt. I don't know. We'll find some shirt to give to you. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll mail a shirt out. Maybe, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to figure out Space Camp shirts. Maybe we'll figure out a Space Camp shirt. Mm-hmm. Which I'm stoked about that event, too. Yes. October is going to be awesome. Indeed. All right. So, gosh, we talked forever. Sorry, guys. Marathon episode. Ben, I, you're terrible at this. <laughs> uh, uh, no. I've got to admit, this was a pretty bad one. I had so many sidetracks. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. So if, you're, if you like the show, you're going to be your meteorpodcast.com for now. Sounds like it'll be podcast.creator.io soon. You can also check out Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Meteor Club. And uh, you can join up there, support the podcast if you'd like. Uh, and uh, if you want to get in that awesome Slack chat room we were talking about, that's the place to do it. And please, please, for the love of God, understand that I have to do this manually. Don't email me 30 times asking when you're going to get in. <laughs> and then... Uh, get in the Slack group, you mean? Yeah, yeah. People are like, so I pledged $10. How do I, how do I get in? Am I in yet? Am I there? 1 a.m., 2 a.m., yeah. 3 a.m. <laughs> like, and then they like edit their pledge like eight times. Like maybe, maybe I did something wrong. No, you guys. Uh, Patreon is terrible and they don't have an API. Otherwise, I would have hooked it up long ago. You know um, what you should do is horrible. You should email them back and be like, oh, I don't see it. Can you like do it again? Maybe under a different email. <laughs> Make a second pledge. <laughs> yeah. No. Come on now. So, yeah, anyway, you can go there. And then, of course, as always, Modulus is – a great hosting platform. Check them out. I'll sing Josh, their praises. <laughs> can you sing? Can you yeah. sing, Josh? Uh, not super well. A little bit. Say, say it's getting hot in here. No. So take off all your clothes. Oh, no. I'll, I'll take them off. No, just kidding. <laughs> no. I need to. God, it's hot. It literally is hot. <laughs> all right. I got to get off here. I think it might be cooler outside now. It's like 94 out there too. So oh, that's dang. Dang. All right, guys. Tune in next week. And we'll talk all things Crater News. Yeah. Woohoo. This podcast has been a Meteor Club production. You can find out more information about Meteor Club at meteorjs.club. It's pretty easy to join the mailing list and stay in the loop. Again, that's meteorjs.club. Meteor.